How many know you have authority? How many know you have the power of death and life in your tongue? You can speak into the mountains that say, be cast into the sea. And if you shall not doubt the, in your heart that those things you say shall come to pass, you shall have whatever you say. I said to him, be healed. And I felt the virtue just leave. And I looked at him and I said, do you think you can stand? And two big guys got up like him on each side of him and he stood up and I said do you think you can walk and he began now his wife is right beside him 11 years she's pushed him around and she heard that a preacher was coming that believed in divine healing so she rolled him into the church and this man started to walk over around that church and before the night was over he was dancing around that church his wife couldn't believe it. Tonight, I don't want to do more than singing. I want to pray for you. If you need prayer tonight, I want to ask you to come down the front here. And uh, I want to pray for you. Won't you come right now? In Jesus' name. Can we do this? Come, let me pray for you tonight. I'm waiting for you. Come. You tonight. Look at me. I could have never made it had it not been for the Lord. I wasn't worthy. I sing that song all the time. Never would have made it. I never, not for you people. But I sing that as a word back to the Lord to testify you must testify for the enemy is defeated by the blood of the lamb I wish I had a witness here the power of their testimony and they love their life not to death Christine I speak healing over you tonight in the name of Jesus in Jesus name I speak it hallelujah everyone come up close to me Come up close to me. I'm not infected. I'm, I'm a defect, in fact. It's been being perfected. But I pray for our spiritual leader, Bishop Jerry Piscopo, who's watching me right now. I speak life to you tonight. I don't care what the doctors have said. I speak life to you Bishop Jerry Piscopo that no weapon formed against you can prosper and you shall have life and more abundantly I pray this in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus Pastor Jerry rise up in Jesus name Amen Pastors from uh, from Tulsa, uh, come 
come and talk to talk to these people. Come. We want to say thank you for all of you, Evangel, thank you. Pastor Prophet Larry came to our church one day and he told my daughter and the husband they will be blessed financially and they are blessed financially. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Father. And want to say uh, thank you for your prayers for Bishop and Dr. Cheryl. We were going, we were on this way, on this trip, we, went to, we were planning to go to Canada and uh, get the school going there. When we went there, the border patrol said, nobody can come here to Canada. Nobody's allowed. Unless you're a doc medical doctor or a nurse, we are, we are close to the border. You are not supposed to be here. We did not know. We went there. The border <laughs> agents uh, checked us up and let us go and meet into, the Can into Canada and meet our friend <laughs> and had a dinner and we gave the books and some information and came back. God made the Red Sea open for us. <laughs> yes, these are kinds of Red Seas opening because of your prayer for us. You all pray many times here. Thank you, thank you for all what you do. Thank you. I'm so reminded of something that went on in long ago. It's a short story. When things were really bad, we were ready to go. We had tickets in hand to leave from Finland to Sri Lanka. But all the electrical personnel went on strike. No buses, no trains, no planes, no nothing coming out of Finland anywhere. So a whole mission school where we were teachers, uh, they declared fasting and prayer. So one week of fasting and prayer. During that time, we saw Yeshua Jesus standing on land. One foot and one hand was in that area where our mission school was. And then one hand and one foot went the way we were supposed to fly over Russia, over Moscow to Sri Lanka. Within a days. There was, a, there was an elderly evangelist that had prayed for revival in Finland for many years, 40 years ago. He had fasted and prayed, almost broke his health with that. The Lord reminded he had gone into hiding because he was full of cancer, throat cancer. His wife was very sick. The Spirit of the Lord came upon them, raised them up, and a revival had 15 to 20 years of marvelous revival, and they call it the falling out. Because when he had meetings, people were falling all over, all over. Finns are very reserved, as you see. <laughs> people, when this revivalist said even goodbye at the end of the meeting, he said, bye, and God bless you, go home. They were all again under the benches. Revival went on for years and years and years, whatever denomination. They were crowding into healings happened, marvelous things happened. I was reminded in a time of trouble. We found one bus, we found one train, we found one plane through Sweden and went on our journey. And then I was reminded of one other thing, if you allow me to tell one other thing. In a very 
turbulence, terrible time in Sri Lanka. We had a civil war, rather it was a terrorist war. From the north and the south, and we heard all kinds of things. There are no children here. We heard killing around our house. Anyone. Because terrorists, they come in the plain clothes, you don't know. They enter in the night to the houses, take a passport, take IDs, kill the people, and then because they needed different IDs. So all our mail, our support, and the support for the whole work in the churches was stuck in a post office because they had killed everybody there already and locked the house. And then banks were closed. My story is, but God. We went into short, short, short fasting and prayer. And at noontime, we heard, because we had heard that our children could not come for vacation from their school in Pakistan on the foothills of Himalayas because these terrorists were going into the tower, the air tower, so no one could land in, in Sri Lanka. We said, Lord God, you're the only one. You are now the only one who can help. And suddenly, we saw again a mighty heavenly being standing on our city. One foot was over the bank, one foot was over the post office. Within the days, a sack of mail, all the church's support, came in a huge half a sack onto our table. One and a half months of mail that we needed to run the whole operation. One other thing, a third thing, I just recently saw here. Again, may I share with you, Dr. Shell? I saw a divine being, a mighty, mighty being. One foot was over Michigan. I can show like this. Like here, it's a Michigan. And one foot was round about there, Oklahoma, Texas. But this divine being was facing to the leadership there. And the hem of his comment was full of glory, waving in the spirit of God. Hallelujah! Wonderful things are going to happen. Wonderful things are going to come through very shortly after this. I don't say the timings. I don't prophesy timings. All I'm saying, I saw this, this a third time. Finland had years and years of revival. Yeshua was standing on the, on the land. In Sri Lanka, there are over 500 churches and house churches after the mighty divine being was standing on our city. In the turbulent times, people were planting, sowing, reaping, and over 500 churches just from the time we were there. I don't take credit and glory. I just have to share the divine, divine presence of the Lord God is now definitely standing on land. And the hem of his garment is flipping over and keeping things safe with the glory of God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise to the Lord. Praise the Lord reminded that if I get a chance, I would have written a little note to Dr. Cheryl about this. Because if God speaks something, it's good, isn't it? She had seen 12 doctors 
Nobody could heal her. And one day, she heard that Jesus the Nazarene was coming through her city. And she had heard how he'd raised the dead, how he healed the Gadarene. She thought in her mind, you know who put that in her mind? God put it in her mind. God put it in her mind. She says, oh, but if I could just get close enough to this Nazarene, if I could just get close enough to touch him, surely God would make me whole. Can you not see? She'd spent all of her money. There was no hope. And all of a sudden, God put it in her mind to go see her son. And she pushed her way through the crowd. She knew he was coming. And some of the people that day pushed her back. Get away, old woman. Get away. She had hemorrhaged and blood was flowing from her. I talked to a medical doctor. The doctor said she probably had a, a, a hematoma and, and the blood was flowing and it would not stop. She would not be healed. But she pressed her way through the crowd. Have you ever been at your wit's end? Where you just think, boy, if I don't get a miracle, I'm not going to make this. And she got into the crowd. She pushed her way through. And she saw this Jesus coming by. And she reached up and touched the hem of his garment. And instantly, she was made whole. What the doctors couldn't do, God can do. I speak of the impossibilities tonight. I want you to see this. Can you put the scripture up on the screen? I want you to see this. A lot of people ask me, they're calling me all the time. Is this the end? Is this it? Is Jesus coming back? Are we done? And the scripture that God gave me is this. But when you hear of wars and commotions... Is coronavirus a commotion? Yeah. Do not be terrified, for these things must come to pass, but the end will not come immediately. There's too much for us to settle. I have too many souls to win for us to stop right now. Somebody say amen. amen. He came to the Samaritan. At the well, he asked her, could, could I have a drink? There's only two times that we hear of Jesus saying he, he wanted a drink. He was on the cross. He said, I thirst. And he said to the Samaritan woman, I mean, it's amazing that he would talk to a Samaritan, much less a woman. And he said to her, could you give me a drink? I believe that Jesus is saying that to you tonight. Will you give me a drink of water? Will you acknowledge me tonight? And he said to her, 
if you only knew who was asking for this drink. I believe we don't know who we are. I believe identity crisis is a big problem in the church. I'm going to go there with you just for a few minutes. But I believe that Jesus ministered throughout Nazareth and Galilee and Bethany. And no one received him. They received him not. He made the statement that a prophet is without honor in his home country. Boy, I tell you, y'all are awful dead tonight now. I believe that Jesus was looking for help with his identity. He said that a prophet is without honor in his home country. And then he came to Peter. He came to Peter at Philippi Caesarea and he said, Peter, who do people say I am? Do your children know who you are? Huh? Do your, do your neighbors know who you are? I can honestly say my children don't know who I am. I can honestly say that. Because Jesus felt the same thing that I feel at times. Because I'm going to tell you, Goliath didn't know who David was. I mean, he was brought up this morning. But the scientists say that the sling that David began to sling, that rock had the power of a 45 Magnum gun. And David was a sniper. He could hit an, a target 100 yards. If, if Goliath only knew who David was, he'd have kept his big mouth shut. Because the sword that Goliath put on that morning was the sword that cut his head off that afternoon. Do your people know who you are? King Saul didn't know who David was. No, no, no. Saul didn't realize who David was. But David stood up and said, I have come in the name of the Lord. Do people know who you are? Jesus said to the woman, where is your husband? She said, but I have no husband. And Jesus said, oh, but you've had five. And the one you're with now is not your husband. Immediately, the Samaritan woman realized that she was talking to a prophet. You see, what she didn't need was another husband. She needed Jesus. She needed Jesus. And so many people are looking for answers in the world, Darlene, and they'll never find them. They'll only find the truth in Jesus Christ and the kingdom of God. You should know the truth. The truth will set you free, and you need to know who you are. Shakespeare said to thine own self, be true. The hardest part is being truthful with yourself.
In fact, you're the easiest person to fool. Have you ever said something one day, and the next day you said, why did I say that? Huh? Y'all are awful holy tonight, I can tell. But these are days that God is revealing the kingdom of God, that we are kings and priests unto God with the authority of God to pray thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Seek first the kingdom of God, his righteousness, and all those things will be added unto you this day. May God bless you. May God keep you. May his countenance shine upon you. May God give you more grace. May God give you hope when there's no hope. May God give you faith when you don't even believe. For he is faithful. Dio e fideli. God is faithful. And I'm standing here a living witness of the faithfulness of God. Hallelujah. Be blessed. And here's Dr. Cheryl to wind this up in Jesus' name. Underline that in your Bible right there. Because that's a word from the prophet. Amen. Praise God. Well, we want to receive an offering tonight for Prophet Larry Orell. He's going to be traveling back to Italy to minister in the churches this fall. And uh, lots of miracles, signs, wonders, and most of all, salvations. So we thank God for that. How many of you have had just a blessed day? It's just been good to soak in God's presence. And this is wonderful. Amen. So if you're making checks payable, you can do that to Evangel. You can fill out an envelope and uh, we'll record it that way. You can go to live stream where you're, if you're watching on live stream, we're thankful that you've joined us tonight and we prayed and um, saw even someone get a, a healing touch tonight, Chris. So we're thankful for that. Make sure that if you are watching from home or wherever you're at, that you post your prayer request so that we go back on there, pull the prayer requests off, and pray for them daily. Amen? So uh, if you'd like to give tonight, you can press the donate button. You can do PayPal, Cash App, uh, even mail it in to 8491 Utica Road. And we're just so grateful for everything that is sent in or given. So we thank God for you all. Amen. On live stream, that's our family out there. And we're thankful for our family in here. Amen. So uh, we're going to pray and uh, believe God just for an awesome Jesus-filled week. And make sure that you are taking the message of the gospel to every person that God puts in your path. Because that's what this season's about. It's revival for souls. This is going to be the greatest harvest the world has ever known. Amen. Father, we thank you tonight. We thank you for another opportunity, God, to give. But more than that, we thank you for the opportunity that you are putting your glory on us, putting your glory 
as your garment waves back and forth, God, all over Michigan, that God's souls will be coming into the kingdom in record numbers, filling every house. God, we thank, thank you, you tonight that as we go, you are charging us, infusing us, that, God, our message will be, Jesus Christ is Lord, and I will walk in love, acceptance, and forgiveness, and give God all the glory. We give you thanks for our giving tonight. We give you thanks for our lives in the name of Jesus. Amen.